0: This is a place this is a place this is a place we want to talk about this is a place thank
1: you for listening to this is place podcast my name is brandon and i'm here with a man who once spent 75 dollars on a gallon of milk nate that's me
0: $75? I did, kind of, but we'll talk about that later. Or we can just talk about subject. it right now. We can talk about it right now?
1: Yeah, why not?
0: You want You don't want to know how my week was or anything like that, Brandon? I just right, want to jump right, right, right into the
1: subject. Okay, we will not skip the pleasantries. <laughs>
0: how was your week? Busy, super busy, but good. Living the dream of... Selling houses, playing softball, playing pickleball, and doing a podcast. Does life get much better than that? I submit that it does not. How about you? Yeah, I do some work too.
1: That's about it. Been going to the gym. Got myself a VASA pass. So getting pretty swole. You know how it is. And my daughter just turned two. That's about it. Yeah.
0: Well, I did join you at Vasa a couple of times so far, right? To play basketball. first time gym was full. Do not try to play basketball on a Vasa on a Saturday morning. But it was early too, right? It was like six in the morning and it was full, which I thought there would be nobody in there. But then we did play last week right and last Thursday played our um, I, I kind of felt like I was in like elementary school again because we play 21 tippin if anybody knows how to play that but then we kept adding in all these extra rules and things you can do to our game but maybe feel like a kid a kid again like in elementary making up rules and playing a game.
1: Why do we like to do that so much? Whenever we're playing, we're always coming up with new rules. But yeah. Enough pleasantries for you?
0: I think that's great.
1: (laughs) 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 Well, Nate, I think you should tell us about the time you paid $75 for a gallon of milk. So the reason... I I feel like it's going to have something to do with our topic for the day.
0: Oh, absolutely does. So the last ticket I received from a cop, I think was about 10 years ago. And I used to get at least one, if not two tickets a year. Really? And then I just thought, why am I speeding? Why am I speeding? Why am I doing this stuff? Because in the end, it's not really worth it. I still get to the same location. So I turned into a grandpa over the last 10 years. But anyways, my kids or something wanted milk, or my wife needed milk. This was ten years ago. It was probably when my kids needed milk. I'm like no problem, I'll run to the local Macy's grocery store just <laughs> down the street, get a gallon of milk. And it happened to be raining at the time, and um, which has a little bit to do with the story. And I got to the intersection, heading south on 3200 West, right before 70th South. That intersection. And you know how like you get to that spot where the light turns yellow and you're like, I got two choices. I either gun it and go through, or I got to slam on my brakes. Right. And I was nervous to slam on my brakes because it was raining. And I'm like, if I slam on my brakes, there's a good chance I could hydroplane and that's no good. And I've done that before. And I've always been a little paranoid of hydroplaning. Um, So I went through I think that my front tires were at least across the, you know, the line of the white line to the intersection. That's the rule, right? Uh, I think so. I don't know. But then the cop pulled me over and was kind of hoping that he would just give me a warning. But he was in a bad mood that night and uh, gave me a ticket. So going to Macy's at like 10 o'clock at night for a gallon of milk ended up costing me roughly $75. So, I'm like, that's the most expensive gallon of milk I've ever purchased. And I think that's the last time I've ever been to traffic school. So, have you ever been to traffic school? No, like
1: a dummy. I just paid for it and kept it on my record. Oh, really? I've only got one ticket. You've only had one ticket? Yeah. Wow. Good for you. One, good for you. One too many. One too many. It was my first week of work, and I had to take my brother to school that morning, and I was slacking, and he was two, so we got out way too late, so I had to get him to school on time, and then I had to make it all the way back across the valley, basically, to get to work on time. Got me going 13 over, and he was nice enough to write it for just five over, so no, not not like you. I didn't write the... I didn't run a red light, but I did get a ticket for speeding. And I didn't even think about that I could do traffic school and put myself in a better position doing so. But
0: I actually kind of enjoy traffic school. It's fun going because the cop is usually pretty chill that teaches the class. And you get to learn or hear kind of like their side of things and how they do things. And sometimes they'll give you tips on, what to do if you get pulled over or where not to speed. So, um, I think my uh, very first speeding ticket was I was coming home from classic skating and I had, they're now like probably your age. (laughs) They always have been your age because they're like probably around 30 years old now. But at the time they were, um, just kids. They were, they're twins, my cousins, they were twins. And, um, took into classic skating and I think I had them in the back seat with somebody else in the front. And then somebody else was carrying the other load of people. And we were just going home to my house and they went one way and I went another way to try to beat them. So they were like encouraging me to go faster and that's going through residential neighborhood. And I got pulled over right in front of Brian Russell's house <laughs> um in the neighborhood and the funniest thing was them encouraging me to like go faster and faster and then when i got pulled over they both go "Uh oh busted (laughs) (laughs) they didn't care they They didn't care yeah because they don't care they were like five years old or something like that at the time so anyways i remember that's my first ticket and then i just kept getting at at least got one ticket a year forever like every and then every time i got a ticket it felt like i could i still could go to traffic school because like could you only go like once a year i think to traffic school i'm wrong
1: and that gets it off your record
0: yeah <clears throat> well basically i think you go in and you like you basically have to admit guilt because you're like you can fight the ticket or you admit guilt If you admit guilt you pay the fine and you can take traffic school for a couple bucks and it takes it off your record so i went to traffic school like a fairly fell- almost every every year i was in traffic school so um, but the last one like i said was that speeding ticket and um not speeding ticket the the stoplight that's my first one ever the red light one that's the first red light one i've ever had um because i don't do that often because that one's dangerous to speed through a red light but um yeah it's the last time i've been it's been about 10 years and i've been pulled over once since and that was just like last year coming home from lagoon But the cop just, just like, just don't do it anymore. And like, cool, man. Thanks. Have a good night.
1: Well, the moral of my story was, even though I was doing all that speeding, was going to make my brother late for school and myself late for work, I got pulled over, went through the whole proceedings with the cop, still got him to school on time, and I still made it to work on time. So if I just would have been going the speed limit, I wouldn't have had a problem anyway.
0: Yeah, that's
1: the thing that drives me crazy because it took so much more time for the cop to pull me over, and yet I still had plenty of time.
0: Yeah, that's kind of my mindset now. It's just like, is it really worth it? You know, um, you'll see people like pass or just going crazy down the street or zoom past you, and you're like, and then you meet up with them at the next stoplight, and you're like, was it worth risking your life to? get to the stoplight two seconds before everybody else did. So I don't know. I guess I just have that old man mentality now that I just don't, don't speed anymore. Like I used to. So just keeps us safer, right? Keep us safe. Yes. And just now that like- they have like those signs on the I-15 that tell you to buckle up and drive safe and all that stuff, then
1: those distract like- me. Cause I'm trying to read what it says.
0: <laughs> yeah. But sometimes they're funny. Yeah. They clever. do some good ones.
1: Thankfully, we have stoplights in the first place to help keep us safe. And so cops don't have to direct traffic all the time. Right. And I guess we have
0: a Utah tie. Tie in? We absolutely do. We have, um, what's his name? Lester Wire. Lester Wire is supposedly the creator of the first electronic stoplight. Yeah, he would he didn't invent the stoplight. That was from a
1: guy in in the motherland. In the motherland. In England, J.P. <clears throat> Knight. He created the first original traffic light in 1868. But Mr. Wire kind of uncredited created it here in Utah because he okay so yeah he worked as a detective for the Salt Lake City Police Force.
0: But I think that was after he invented it. He was appointed to the head. Should we listen to that YouTube video <laughs>
2: <laughs> Roll a clip Nate. In 1912 cars had become more popular in Salt Lake City than ever. That's when Police Chief B.F. Grant appointed 24-year-old Lester Wire to be the head of the first traffic squad in Salt Lake City. In this new and seemingly lawless frontier of the automobile, the police department was desperate for safer alternatives to having officers standing in the middle of increasingly busy intersections to direct traffic. So Wire designed what is believed to be the world's first electric traffic signal. This signal was mounted on a tall pole, placed in the middle of the intersection, and connected to the same wires the trolleys used. An officer would operate the light with a two-way switch from the corner. At first, the street sign was looked at as a joke. People called it Wires Pigeon House, since it looked so much like a birdhouse. Lester ended up leaving the traffic squad to serve in World War I, and when he returned, he worked as a detective until his retirement in 1946. Wire was never able to patent the stoplight, so he was never able to profit from it, though inventing it himself. The original stoplight itself no longer exists. A replica stands today in the lobby of the Utah Department of Transportation.
1: So there, they can do it better than we can. That's, that's Lester Wire for you. But the one who actually got the credit was J.B. Hodge of Cleveland, Ohio. So, the, man, the saddest thing for Lester is he didn't make a dime off of it. Sure, he created something useful and, you know, still was for the greater good, but
0: he didn't make any money off of it. And that's all probably because he didn't patent it, right? Yep. It's
1: One a dang thing good I thing th- we got a patent on the podcast, man. Otherwise, we would be so screwed. Losing this- – so much
0: money to someone else. <laughs> trademark, not a patent. Uh I was just watching that office episode where uh is it Will Arnett is interviewing for the boss job? I've got a three-step three-step, three-step plan. Three-step plan to doubling your profits. <laughs> tell I can't, tell you, I you can't t- tell you the three steps. I can't tell you three steps. TM, did you just trademark <laughs> <laughs> what you just said? uh what creed's a um acronym oh body oh body <laughs> what O-body. are we doing we're doing acronyms what's the b stand for business Idol. i like, like, like it, it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. Let's try to figure out what this language is <laughs> it's a good episode
2: that is a good one.
0: Uh, but Anyways, back to the stoplights. Um, One thing I found interesting watching a a video about the other guy who got credited for it because he copyrighted it was when they started releasing stoplights throughout the cities that they would encourage people to write down notes and put it in their hats on what the colors meant Hmm. so they didn't get confused. So,
1: there you go.
0: Like, which is hilarious because now when you're a two-year-old, you know what stoplight means. Yeah, you, you know, the it's, it's, green it's means common.
1: go, red means stop, and yellow means go faster.
0: We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Step on it. You're gonna cost you 75 bucks per gallon of milk if you don't make it through every time it's yellow. I don't think I'm the only one that has thought
1: this, but when I was a kid, I was convinced that there were people inside controlling the lights. Did you have any similar beliefs? No, I did not. What I would think about was- all the time that there were little people inside deciding when they would go like little Keebler
0: elves in yeah there? like
1: little Keebler elves exactly okay they were the ones controlling the lights because how how else would it be done not computers or science had to be elves
0: that's true because you still believe in santa claus to your how old
1: <laughs> yeah not yeah, talk about bad. it again all right sorry
0: <laughs> i promised i forgot I was going to say, it is cool, though, that there is a tie-in to the whole stoplight thing with uh, with Lester. Yeah. And that's why we're doing the episode. Because we, uh,
1: we will find a connection if there is one.
0: But we should do an episode because we could just keep going, talking about like all the crazy patterns, road patterns they've done lately. Yeah, we've they, we touched on this recently. And all the roundabouts that they're putting in, just how traffic's really changing. And stoplights, for that matter, are even changing as well. So, I
1: mean, stoplights as we know it are going away on Bangor completely, all going away.
0: Oh Yeah, going north to south and then eventually east to west. Anyways. Um, and they're getting
1: rid of all the our favorite gentle flows.
0: Yeah, and so, fifty fifty four hundred South is fun too because of all the Christmas. It's
1: still it's just it's so random that I don't. Is there anywhere else that's like that, or is it just and, just that one road?
0: I think that's the only place I've ever seen in the world that does the the lane can change directions. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and it looks it's confusing because I think there's so many lights that people don't realize there's still stop lights as well at intersections. And mm-hmm. they I've seen so many people blow through red lights thinking that it's supposedly green. People go around ways. Yeah, you see a green arrow. It looks like a Christmas street, you know, Christmas decorations. And it's um, fitting because
1: it is off of Christmas street
0: makes perfect sense but i tell you what the intersection at 2700 west and 5400 south is scary like i almost hold my breath every time i go through the intersection because there's been so many bad accidents right there yeah so but they do say ever since they put in those changing direction things that the the crashes have gone down a few points so and it does make traffic
1: better because the theory oh is yeah. you can have more lanes open up going the busy way at the busy time of night and i take 54 to work and mm-hmm. from home and so i know when the arrows are going to be in certain places and i take advantage of it so th- there it's not the worst it's it's still weird that's the only place that i can think of that's like that and if there's others let us know we're just we just might be ignorant because we're in our little bubble but But it's it's different.
0: It does help. I remember years ago before they put in those lights too, um, I was teaching at uh, the real estate school, which is really off of 50, at the time was at 54 South and I-15. And I had to go show a home in Hoffman Heights, which was just off of 5400 South and like 40th West. And I had like, when I got done teaching real estate school, I had an hour to the appointment. And I'm like, Well, I'll just head to that area. There's shopping around there. And I'll go into a store and um, just chill until the appointment to show the house. It took me the full hour to get from the freeway to basically cross Bangor Highway at the time because it was like two lanes, right? And it was just backed up forever. So I do agree that it moves definitely a lot faster than it did 10 plus years ago.
1: What we really need to talk about, though, is it's not a stoplight, but
0: what would you call Um, this? Neighborhood radars? Speed traps? Yeah, Yeah, the radar. Well, you see them all throughout the town, usually near a school zone. And I think it'd be great to have one on my street to slow people down. Um, But yeah, just basically it's a radar that's permanent, right? And it tells you it flashes when you're going faster than you're supposed to be going, the speed limit. And my understanding from somebody else, so it has to be true if you hear it from somebody, right? hearsay Hearsay is that over in London or Europe or somewhere in Europe that they, and when you go over the speed limit, it gives you a frowny face. And the pure guilt people feel, it slowed people down more than the ones that just flash your speed saying you're going too fast. Just showing a frowny face, like basically the signs disappointed in you. And the coolest thing is, like, after I heard that story from this fella, I was driving through Midville, and they had just installed one that does the frowny face.
1: Dude, it is my least favorite and my favorite place. Well, to drive like, because it really <laughs> makes you feel it guilty. does,
0: but at the same time, you feel you feel like what's the word? bad if you don't get the frowny face like you want to see it so bad that you almost want to speed a little bit just to see the frowny face
1: no i don't want to see the frowny face i just, just want to see the face. happy face so that's the only place i'll slow down if you oh, okay. see just the speed it's almost a challenge right right i see how fast you can get without getting pulled over but if you see the frowny face
0: then you feel guilt and it slows you yeah. down right i mean and i think i think it works too more than the ones that just flash your speed, right? Showing that you're going faster than you should be going. But just it's just like the the science going, oh, I'm so disappointed in you. <laughs> yeah. But we need more of those. I think that will help make the a great place.
1: That's that's the way to go. Again, I'm sure those other places, maybe even in Utah, that have those, but they work on me well tell us what you think what is your favorite place to drive your favorite stoplights your in favorite
0: intersections <laughs>
1: what is your favorite intersection and then, in the we could of do a whole
0: episode just on that intersection
1: or what are the most dangerous intersections
0: and i'm excited for bangeter highway once that's all done oh man so excited that no more stoplights sorry to Sorry, Lester, Lester or start stop light salespeople, whatever <laughs> you want.
1: And then they just have to install the radars across all of Bingoter instead. Keep everybody going the speed limit.
0: Yeah. Let's just put up of those friendly s- radar things everywhere, and then people will always go the speed limit. And they can even mix it up. Well, they can just have different emojis.
1: Yeah, you could have thumbs ups, thumbs downs,
0: and if you're going like super fast, it just gives you the bird or the poop emoji. <laughs> and the poop emoji,
1: yeah,
0: and it says like the crossbones. Holy poop! Slow down. <laughs> <laughs> or it says like "Where's the fire?" or something like that, right? Yeah,
1: we've already got the funny sayings on the overpass, you know, up above on the freeway. Yeah, let's just let's just embrace it. Exactly. Funny emoji radars throughout the the whole state. I'm on board for it.
0: Sounds good to me.
1: Let's first throw our trademark on it so they can't just steal our idea. TM. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this is a place podcast.
0: See you next week.